2: Welcome back, Silver and Black. Today, the Thursday edition. Special thanks again to our guest in the last segment, Tyler Vasquez from Kickoff in the Valley, the Odyssey original podcast that covers the Arizona Cardinals. Of course, that's where we're part of the family, Odyssey original podcast. But you could also be listening to us right now on 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas or on 1140 The Bet. You can hear the show there over the air on Sundays as well. So thanks for joining us if you're listening to us on the radio. Uh, but we're here talking about Raiders football. It's myself, Scott Cobranson, and my partner, Mo Moten. Uh, and Mo, this segment, we're going to get into the game a little bit ourselves and start to talk a little bit about some keys to the game. And uh, as we mentioned in the last segment, no team since the playoffs expanded to 14 games. excuse me, 14 teams, not 14 games, um, has gone 0-2 and and made the playoffs. Now, before they expanded and it was 12, several teams did do that, including three that won a Super Bowl after going 0-2. But since the uh, 14-team playoff, they haven't done it. This is a big, big game. A lot of fans are looking at it as almost a pushover, which we know there are none of. In the NFL, especially coming off a game where your quarterback didn't play well, when you look at the Cardinals and you look at the Raiders and what they need to do, the questions on the offensive line, the injuries in the defensive backfield, what are the keys for this team to go into their home venue, Allegiant Stadium, and come out with a very important win that they got to get here in week two?
1: Well, you heard what Tyler said. He said, what cornerback room? So you got to attack the back end (laughs) of that defense. Devontae Adams, if he had 141 yards against the Chargers last week, he should have about 181 yards against this Cardinals uh, secondary. So I think Devontae Adams is going to have another big game. Hunter Renfro should have have a big game, should be targeted more to have that big game. And, of course, Darren Waller attacking the middle of the field where we talked about some underperforming former first-round picks. I believe Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons are in the middle of that defense. So hopefully we see Renfro and Waller attack the middle of that defense. The other thing is you can't let Kyler Murray wreck the game. He's Mm. mobile. Everyone knows that. I believe Josh McDaniels talked about this Wednesday. Very special player, of course. Uh, Despite the way he played last week or in the playoffs or at the end of last season, you can't sleep on Kyler Murray because he could could beat you by himself with his legs and with his arms. So can't let him and, and, and Marquise Brown had that connection as far as like comparison to Devontae and Carr is you can't let two guys or one guy wreck the game so make sure you if you gotta you gotta have a safety over Marquise Brown do that force other guys to beat you like AJ Green who gets no separation because he's (laughs) 85 years old and Zach Ertz who's been banged up other than that you know again just don't let Marquise Brown beat you with that connection he has with Kyler Murray
2: Right, and I, I think the Raiders, to, to win this game, I mean, listen, we've, we've been talking ad nauseum about the offensive line, as we should, okay? The other thing is Derek Carr. So, so the key is offensive line. Some they, they got to play better on both sides of that line, and we'll see what happens with Andre James at center. It might be Dylan Parham at center, and then you got a whole different issue because that'll be his first pro game at center. And so it could, it could go south very quickly in my view. So that's number one. Number two for me is Derek Carr. It's the elephant in the middle of the room. And I know it was going around on, on Wednesday about uh, Derek Carr and, and from uh, Josh over at AP, who I know Raider Nation does not feel good about. But other outlets have reported you look at Derek Carr, and I sent this to you and Kelly earlier in the day, and um, Derek Carr, five wins and seven losses over his last 12 starts, 14 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. And the most shocking to me, actually, is 11 fumbles. You mentioned the fumbles in the last game against the Chargers on the last show. uh, But Derek Carr, and I know that's a carryover from last season. So is that really a good assessment? I don't know. But the numbers are the numbers. We were just talking about the Cardinals 0-6 at home over their last six in Phoenix, and they've had issues, and they've continued into this season. Um, the Derek Carr situation, you and I have been said, hey, look, don't panic. We still think Derek Carr will have a good year. But clearly, since John Gruden has been gone, Derek Carr, in some ways, I believe, has regressed, and I don't understand why.
1: Yeah, and I, if I were to say regression, I would point to probably his mobility. Because I yes. pointed this out in the last show that every year John Gruden was there, Derek Carr seemed to use his legs a little better every year. And I know Joshua Daniels said he doesn't want his quarterback to run, and a lot of people took it as, oh, yeah, he wants Derek Carr to sit in the pocket like a duck and get hit. And I'm like, that's not the case. There's a difference between a quarterback running and a quarterback evading pressure to buy time and extend plays, improvising. It's two different things. They're not the same. Derek Carr needs to maybe not run for 20, 30 yards for first downs, but he needs to be able to move in the pocket because, as so many have pointed out on Twitter, He doesn't have a stout offensive line. This isn't the Lions offensive line. This isn't the Eagles offensive line. He's going to have to move if he's going to be successful and take this team far because guys are still learning on the job. You have young people. They're shuffling people already because of injuries, possibly with Andre James out, maybe. So he has to be able to perfect that part of his game. Now, he'll never be a natural mover, but that's something that I feel like the coach staff needs to continue to work on him with
2: yeah, and it has it has gone backwards because the one thing that you saw, and, and especially early part of last year, was you saw him get much better at that. They focused on it. And whatever Gruden mm-hmm. and that staff, Greg Olson was doing, it worked, right? And now you've seen kind of that, at least with the one game sample. And of course, over the last twelve games, we mentioned uh, it's it's not been good. And so so he's got to turn that around. The other part I made, the other kind of key that I pointed out was, and I focused on a player, but in reality, it's just something building off of the Charger game. And that is, I said you got to get Hunter Renfro involved, but the reality is you need to spread the ball around. Now listen, Devontae Adams, if he's open and you hit him, I don't I don't have any problem with Derek Carr finding that guy because he's remarkable. But at the same time, you have to be able to move the ball. You have to see the field and take what's open to move the ball more efficiently. I say Renfro, but you have Renfro, you have Waller, uh, and, of course, Adams. He's got to get that ball out. He's got to see that whole field, which I don't think he did well in watching the film against the Chargers.
1: Right, and I, and I, it's a combination of things. I think, one, he talked about being too aggressive, And I think that's just not taking what the defense gives you at times. Mm -hmm. But he also has to throw a better ball because let's be honest, I think Josh McDaniels pointed this out. There was a ball he, I believe he threw to Waller, put too much touch on it, got to zip it in there. Again, I pointed this out last show with the interception to Hunter Renfro. should have been more outside than inside, away from the defender where only your receiver can get it. Devontae Adams, that ball was underthrown. So not only does he have to be less aggressive in certain moments and, and pick up what the defense is giving him, but he has to throw... A more accurate button. Typically, Derek Carr through his career has done that, so I'm not worried about like his touch or his zip because he has the arm strength, he has the touch. He just needs to adjust that from his first game. But one thing we didn't talk about that I want to bring up is, and it's not a big part of the game plan, but Amik Robinson is going to get another chance to show why he belongs on this team and to be uh, maybe a rotational player cornerback with Anthony averett on IR. So when Nate Hobbs is on the out- on the inside, Rocky Sin's on the outside. You're probably going to see a Meek Robinson out there as we did in the first game. So this mm-hmm. is a big opportunity, and a big game for him.
2: Yeah, and he didn't. He played pretty well. I think against the chargers, you know, nothing to write home about, but he did solid. So we'll see if he can improve on that. It's a good start for him as he struggled a lot in the preseason. We didn't even think maybe he would make the roster, but there he is. And now he's given a golden opportunity. Mo, I I think, I think the Raiders win this game. I really do. But I, that's all dependent on some of these things coming together, Um, especially with the Cardinals and what we heard from Tyler with that defense, Uh, this offense, if this offense doesn't beat now, again, the Raiders' defense has to perform and, like you said, contain Kyler Murray as much as they can and Marquise Brown. But this offense should sparkle against that Cardinals' defense. If they don't, then I would start to be really worried.
1: Look, I like Byron Murphy Jr. Coming out of Washington, I thought he was going to yeah. be a first-round pick. I do. But the Cardinals don't have anyone to guard Devontae Adams. Mm-mm. And on top of that, they, they got Darren Waller coming in. They got Hunter Renfro coming in. As you mentioned, if Derek Carr spreads the ball, the Raiders should put up at least 30 points. I I'm actually not worried about this game at all, and I know any given Sunday any team can beat you, but this this is a game that I feel like the Raiders should win and will win. Uh, I have a betting article I have a betting article that's out now, and I know my colleagues may have picked the Cardinals to cover the spread, <laughs> but me and one of my editors feel like the Raiders should win by two scores, and I and again I feel real real confident saying that the Raiders win this game and go one and one.
2: All right. Well, there you go. That's the Carl's. Now we're going to switch gears a little bit. We're going to bring in our good friend. We go out to Las Vegas to the Cigar Box, just off of Dean Martin, uh, one of my favorite places in all of the city. And we bring in our good friend, Kelly Kreiner. Kelly, before we get into the fantasy football smack talk and all that jazz... Uh, Want to get your thoughts on on this Raiders offensive line? What you saw against the Chargers, the Derek Carr situation, the injury situation. Overall, how concerned should Raider fans be?
0: Can you hear me? Okay. Can you hear me, Scott?
2: I can hear you. You got. We got you, buddy. Oh, okay.
0: okay. Yeah. Because I'm. You and Mo are. You sound like Disney characters to me. <laughs> you sound like you're on like three times speed right now. Oh really? Uh, yeah. You didn't, dr- you yeah, didn't drink uh, too
2: much uh, coffee or anything, did you?
0: No, no, it's not <laughs> definitely not bad. Um But no, yeah. When I rewatched the game, because at first, you know, you're thinking, you know, offensive line issue. That's kind of what the problem was. I noticed that there was Derek Carr wasn't feeling the pressure. Derek Carr was not, you know, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't feeling that. He wasn't moving in the pocket. So if the offensive line is going to struggle and he's not going to be moving around in the pocket, you know, this could be a long season for the Raiders.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 troubling. But I I think he'll bounce back, uh, especially with this Cardinals defense uh, that they're going to be facing on Sunday in Las Vegas. Um, let's um, let's jump in on fantasy football now. Well, actually, Mo, you talked about your betting column, and by the way, you can see Mo, if you're watching us, Mo's Mo's starting to taste his mint chip ice cream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kelly, have you ever like have you ever put Colgate toothpaste in the freezer and then just added water and then just ate it?
2: Oh, I love it.
1: That's what it tastes like. Seriously. Not even kidding. It's terrible. <laughs>
2: So, so just to recap, Mo lost his fantasy football game to me in week one, and he is now eating. The bet was I had to wear a Yankee cap because I hate the Yankees, and he is eating the ice cream. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to us on the podcast, go watch the YouTube video of Mo eating it because he looks like he looks like a raisin. He's all scrunched up because. Because <laughs> he's eating the ice cream, uh, but it, it's uh it's it's the bet. He's a, he's a man of his word. Mo, Mo is 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 a highly uh, ethical and honest human being, and so he's eating the ice cream. He's giving the thumbs up because you know what's going to happen. He's he's going to finish that carton and he's going to go buy another one. Kelly,
1: <laughs> don't count on it.
2: uh Oh, did we lose Kelly again? We might have lost Kelly. We'll get him back.
1: It was the it was the ice cream.
2: It was the. <laughs> We'll get Kelly back here in a minute. Uh, But, uh, and I'm trying to get the video here. There we go. Okay. So, um, so you're, so you're thinking it tastes like toothpaste still, even with the chocolate, even with the chocolate there. It's not, it's not not convincing you.
1: Like there's, there's, I don't know if you can see it, but there's chocolate chip in there and I'm trying to eat the chocolate chip to drain out the (laughs) mint.
2: Oh my my gosh. gosh. All right. We got Kelly back now. Uh, how do you, uh,
1: how okay. do you How do you like this stuff?
2: Seriously. He's uh, he's eating the ice cream. It's great, Kelly. Uh, but hey, uh, Mo mentioned the the, uh, the 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 betting aspect of this. Uh, the Raiders are a five and a half point favorite at home against the Cardinals, Kelly. What are you thinking of this one? If you're putting down some greenbacks on the game,
0: well, the line open oh, five. Oh, man. So I mean, I think I I, I agree with that line move. I think the Raiders are going to win this game. I think they cover. Um, general consensus on this game is that the Raiders are going to they're going to win it. And to see that line jump as quick as it did, I was a little surprised. But there's just not Kingsbury. You know, Hopkins yeah. is still out. You know, the Cardinals didn't look great. So you know, we'll see what happens. But this is a game that. You
2: yeah, so, so one of those times Raider Nation can actually bet with their heart and uh, uh, bet with the smart guys uh, as far as here, the game goes, right?
1: Here, here's the thing, though. The things that play the Raiders with the Chargers aren't going to necessarily plague them with the Cardinals. The Cardinals don't have a Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa combination. Yep, We just talked about that with Tyler. Their pass rush, I don't want to call it non-existent, but it's not nearly as fierce as the Chargers pass rush, right? Uh, the Chargers, I know J.C. Jackson was out, but they still have some defensive backs who can make plays on the football. You saw Bryce Callahan pick off that pass. We talked to Tyler. Again, he said, what cornerback room? Who's going to make a play on the ball? Even if Carr has an off game, who's going to be back there to force those turnovers? So right. I, I, the greatest should win this game handily, in my they
2: opinion. Should. Sort of like my fantasy football win over you. It was good. Um <laughs> So Kelly, let's talk fantasy football now. We had a big week just so you know, uh and and we'll publish this uh below. You can see the link to the thing. And look at look at Mo just going to town on that mint chip gelato. It's actually gelato cuz cuz you know, Kelly, he's he's uh, he's he's kind of a bougie guy over there in Brooklyn. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: Well, plus also, I mean, it, I'm sure there's, you know, for every nice ice cream store there is in his area, there's probably 10 gelato stores, <laughs> Lipster ice cream. So,
2: yes, we're going to start calling them Paisan. Um, all right. Fantasy football. We'll publish the the standings. I'll put this in the YouTube video. If you see it there, we'll also tweet it out uh, today on Thursday as well. But you look at the scores uh, again, Mo, I beat Mo 133 to 110. Uh, Kelly lost one to slow jam James, the guy we all kind of thought we had the best team overall, 128 to 109.62. Uh, then we had the bottom score was our good friend, just win Wendy. And, 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 and we're shouting her out. Sorry to rub it in Wendy. Uh, she was making fun of herself too. She had just 61 points. The Idaho Infidels uh, beat the Max Power team. The North County Raiders lost to the multiple scoregasms. <laughs> One of my favorite scores. But you look at this fantasy football week, it was a crazy week in the NFL overall. How did that translate, Kelly, to the fantasy performance for, for people with teams in the league?
0: Well, it's, it's funny because, like, when you look at the scoring system just in our league, um, it was fourth. We both lost. We, only, we lost to the only person that could beat us. And that's mm-hmm. kind of fantasy football in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. happens. You just have to – it's going to be good in the long run. That stuff's going to even out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, as far as the actual game and everything goes, like there are five wide receivers on the injury report right now. It yeah. just seems like there was a lot of high-value fantasy assets that got dinged up and nicked up here. So the waiver wire is going to be more important than usual for these first couple weeks. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, cause a lot of the stuff that, you know, I, I'm heavily invested in the Eagles. The team scored five touchdowns. The quarterback accounted for one of them. That's something you're
2: <laughs> unusual.
0: And then if you're like, if you're a Kyle Pitts owner, Kyle Pitts is not going to have a game. I don't think he has another bad game like that again this year. So it's like, React but you gotta you gotta look at your team and you know if if you drafted stars and they had a bad week, they're stars for a reason.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's it's sort of like the 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 NFL itself with the week one overreactions. Now there's some teams that we saw like the Broncos who should be worried, and again there's a lot of coaching relation there too. And same thing with the Cardinals. Uh, but you don't want to get too freaked out in week one unless you have some big player go down with a major injury. Uh, but going into this week, into week two, Moe's going to take on Just Win Wendy, uh, and you are taking on our producer, David Stepanian, by the way, and who won last week as well. And I'm taking on the Bay Area Raiders. So, so some key matchups on this one, if you look at some of the... The matchups, not only in our league, but in fantasy football this week, and I, I asked this to both of you, Mo and Kelly, since since Mo writes about it as well up on Bleacher Report. Um, what are some good starts for folks this week in fantasy football? If there's if there's one or two guys where they're a must start, and Kelly forgot to pay the electric bill there or something, so we'll we'll get back to him in a second. But when you guys look at this, and now Mo's under arrest because somebody's got a siren. To- <laughs> all kinds of great stuff here today uh but no uh when you when you look at this um this week mo and and starters that you want to make sure uh that you get into the lineup to 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 do the best thing you can win your game uh what who 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 shines for you who sticks out who's gonna have a big week
1: well i have my sleepers uh piece out or coming out um i'm not gonna tell where it's at because i know people are gonna Right there but um actually actually like actually like some of the underrated Carolina Panthers players I know they had a slow start against the Browns, but I think this year the Browns have a good defense and I think the silver lining there even with the Panthers loss is seeing Baker Mayfield hook up with Robbie Anderson. so I have both I have both those players on my sleepers list and I actually picked up Robbie Anderson in a couple of leagues, but I do want to touch on something that Kelly said and I found that found very interesting if you look at the points scored in our fantasy football league, right? Yeah, I scored the third most points in the league. There are only two people in the league that could have beat me this week, two. So that yeah. means everyone else that if you want to come at me because I'm up here eating disgusting mint chip <laughs> ice cream and saying, "Oh, the Vince Lombardi doesn't have it," the Vince Lombardi is down, whatever. Just remember, if I had played any other team, the ten other teams in our league, I would have won that matchup. It took Scott. Who scored the most points? So Scott would have not only beat me, he would have beat everyone in the league. So no matter who you are, Scott would have won that matchup. Yeah. So just know that Mo is down for this week, but I will be back and I will still reclaim my title as the Vince Lombardi of Fantasy Football. It's going to happen.
2: Are are you sure you're not the Bill O'Brien of fantasy football?
1: <laughs> this week I'll wear that. I'll wear that this week. <laughs>
2: Kelly, uh, did you hear what Mo said? Were you were you back? I know I know we've had some issues there. We're oh, going to get talking. are yeah, going to talk to Jason I, about upgrading the internet there.
0: Yeah, I, I heard. I heard what Mo said, but like I said earlier, yeah, Mo's right. You know, it's like there were matchups like between me, you, and like we had three highest scores, yep. right? So it's like okay, the you know, we just happen to run up against the people that beat us. Um, uh, I, I will say one. When did you ever say anything about my hat yet?
2: I can't see your <laughs> hat. You see my you have, nice hat? It, it, you're, you're frozen again. Again, we got to get, get, get the cigar. Just the visual is frozen. We can hear you. So the people oh, watching okay. can't see it. But um, what is it? What, no. It's a green hat. Uh, I can see that. Is it a mint chip ice cream? Uh, <laughs> mint chip
0: no, ice cream. it is green, though. It is a Marshall Thundering Herd hat.
2: Oh, stop. Ah, uh,
0: yes, you're a big yes, fan. yes. Oh,
2: boy, here we yeah. go.
0: So yeah, that's what happens ended. when
2: you're the when you're the, when you're the top dog at least in week one. I know it doesn't mean much, but yes. when you're the top dog, they come at you. The Marshall hat, there it is. Now I can see it.
0: Yeah. Oh no, if you'd have lost by fifty, right. I'd have still wore this hat. It does not matter. I mean, am yeah. I the type of person that would just buy a hat? And I did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like like we were saying with the losses and stuff. Yeah, it, it's always tough when you lose like that. You got to look at yeah. it. You don't, like I said, you don't want to panic. You know, but you also you got to realize that if like there's going to be some players you drafted on your. You got to know when to cut because so If you hold on too long or clog in a roster spot, it doesn't do you any good. Yep. Yeah. My team, I'm fine. You know, Mo's going to We're three and four in points and seven and eighth in the league. I don't mm-hmm. see that staying that long.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And I I get Kelly in week five. So so we got a few more weeks to go before that. And, you know, I was looking, I was studying, and you were talking about uh, good pickups this week, Mo. And so I was doing my research. I'm like, okay, because cause I told you guys I stream defenses, I stream tight ends usually, but so I stream defenses. So I'm like, ah, I got to go get the Browns defense. Guess who has the Browns defense? Kelly. Mr. Mint Chip.
0: Yeah, the Browns, I mean, the Browns defense would be a reading. good one to have. Um, yeah, I think yeah. somebody, I think
2: so. Yeah. You went, you went black on us again,
1: <laughs> f- and they're playing the Jets. They're playing the Jets this week, so yes, exactly. You know that's that's like fifteen to twenty points. Right and there. I
2: and I knew. And I'm like I went to pick it up, and I'm like oh gosh. And then I, there I see it. Mostradamas beat me to the punch.
0: Beat me and to the that's punch. The, that's the thing when you're stru- like I said streaming tight end, streaming defense. You kind of kind of be quick on the punch, quick. but also a couple weeks in advance because yeah. if you're on a in a league that has um like waiver priorities you might not want to be a week or two so you get a higher priority so you can lock in a player or a defense or a kicker because if you're just going mm-hmm. week by week every week pick, you get stuck in that same priority priority yeah. number so if you can if you can pick up a defense or a tight end or something that you can play one two and be okay that priority is going to be higher so if somebody pops up that's everybody's going to want you have a much better chance of getting them with that priority or two
2: yeah there you go well that uh, kelly man we appreciate you joining us uh and and we're going to wait we're going to we might just continue just let the show roll until until mo vomits from his mint ice cream because he, he doesn't okay. look he doesn't look happy right now uh but kelly man we appreciate you being with us after i know a hard day at work so thank you buddy
0: yeah, no problem, guys. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys later.
2: All right. We will see have you. Kelly back right. on next week, and we'll talk about the latest fantasy football roll-up. So so how you doing? How's the – you know, mint helps with digestion. Are you feeling like feeling like it's it's clearing out your dinner? You're, you're, you've, you've, you've cleared your palate a little bit there, Mo?
1: Well, I feel like I don't have to brush my teeth tonight because <laughs> my teeth feel <laughs> squeaky clean now. I mean, oh. I, I just ate like half the – I don't know if you can see it, but I just ate yeah. like about half.
2: Look at that. Yeah. See, there you go. And you know what? I, I give you all the credit in the world because all you had to do is like take one spoonful, but I know you're also a very smart dude and you spend your money wisely. So you're figuring, Hey, if I bought the thing, I'm not going to let it go to waste.
1: It, Cause you know how expensive things are in New York city. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna even tell you man. how much this this mint chip crap cost, but it, it you know <laughs> it wasn't cheap.
2: <laughs> Too fun. All right, well that's gonna close out the show. And Mo, um, again, I agree with you on this game against the uh, Cardinals for the Raiders this week. I think they're going to roll and do really well against them, and they really do need it. And and hopefully Derek Carr plays. Uh, like he usually does and he kind of puts some of that to rest because I think this team mentally needs to get past that it doesn't need to be a storyline because it might not impact them right now but the longer it goes the bigger it issue it, it becomes not just for fans but I think sometimes in the locker room even though they all say they don't pay attention we all know these guys are younger guys they're all watching social media and it just does take a thing but also for for Josh McDaniels, he wants to move past it and focus on areas they have to improve. And that's not the quarterback because they didn't they didn't think at all that they would need to worry about quarterback.
1: And one thing I will say, and I wrote about this in my Derek Carr piece that's out on Sports Not. The last time Derek Carr threw three interceptions in the game, the very next game, he completed 29 of 32 of his passes, threw for about 270, 280 yards mm. and a touchdown. The problem was this is the year that John Gruden traded Khalil Mack and the Denver Broncos ran for like 160-something yards on the Raiders' defense, so they lost 20-19. But my point is that after a bad game, Derek Carr rebounded and played exceptionally well. Now, he's going to have a lot more help this time around. The Cardinals' defense is going to be as good. So I do, again, I expect the Raiders winning, and I expect a convincing victory on Sunday.
2: As do I. Well, get ready for that one, Raider Nation. We appreciate you being with us and listening to Silver and Black today. We will be back again on Sunday. We'll be back Sunday post game. Join me and Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. Uh Mo is is completely swamped on Sunday so he can't I'll be it. calling
1: out sick after eating too much Mint Chip ice cream, so I won't be there. <laughs>
2: he won't be able to cover the games this week cuz he's going to be so sick from the ice cream. Uh but if Mo can jump on, he will. We don't count on it cuz he's too damn busy, but if he does, he will, especially if something crazy happens. I know you will because you'll be too you'll be too and you'll have to jump on and say, well, I, wanna, I need to talk Raiders, even though you're sitting there with probably eight computers writing 16 different <laughs> stories. Uh, but we appreciate it, man. And um, we appreciate all of you for all of you who were chatting with us on YouTube during the show. Thank you for that as well. We get a lot of enjoyment as well. So Mo, we will talk to you then on Tuesday where we'll recap the game with the Cardinals and go a little bit deeper after we watch the film. But thanks, my friend. And thank you for doing coming through on your bet and eating one of a food that you would never eat unless you had made a bet. So we'll see. You'll have you'll have your chance for revenge later on in the season, uh-huh. <laughs> and we'll see how uh-huh. it goes.
1: Yeah, we will. <laughs> I'm a man of principles. Just remember that, Raider Nation. I'm a man of principle, so I come through when I say I'm going to come through. But uh, the other thing is, next time we do talk, Raider Nation Nation, fans, just relax. Uh, (laughs) I know there's a lot of panic out there this week about losing to the Chargers. I get it. It was a big deal. It was a division matchup. A wise philosopher once said, R-E-L-A-X.
2: (laughs) They did. And uh, you need to. And I'm sure they will because they'll be enjoying a win, I believe, against the Cardinals. Okay for my partner, Mo Moten, for our producer, David Stepanian, who's actually producing the show this week from Seoul, South Korea. Yes, we're international. Uh, We appreciate that as well. I'm Scott and This has been Silver and Black today. Take care. Have a great Sunday, everybody. Enjoy the Raider game and take care of one another. And we'll talk to you next time.